the PropCast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, and Arizona. From boosted parlays to in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today to receive a $1,000 risk-free sports bet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is DFS simplified. All you have to do is pick your favorite player over and under to cash in. Head over to prizepicks.com and use promo code SGP for a 100% instant deposit match. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Check out the new PropSwap.com and use promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. We're also brought to you by SoBet. Sign up to bet against your friends and join the social betting revolution at SoBet.io slash SGPN. That's SoBet.io slash SGPN. Roster brought to you by Better Fantasy. Better Fantasy is a new free-to-play app that lets you sync your fantasy football leagues and bet on the head-to-head matchups. Download the app today or just head to betterfantasy.com slash SGPN. That's betterfantasy.com slash SGPN. And of course, don't forget to download the SGPN app, your home for all of our free picks and podcasts. Welcome everyone to the PropCast NFL Week 13 Thursday Night Edition. It is Wednesday, December 1st, 2021. Wow, the final month of 2021. I can't believe it. Um, It is currently 3.05 on the East Coast and joining me as usual on these Wednesday night pods for the Thursday night football games is the host of the fantasy football podcast and contributor for the sports gambling podcast network. Find all of his amazing work on the website at sports gambling podcast.com. It's Rod via Gomez Rod. How you doing this December 1st, man? I know we were talking offline. Can't believe it's already December calendars turning. There's actually cold weather in California. I'm digging, <laughs> man. I love it. It's, it's winter weather. That's finally happening, and uh, I'm here for it. What well, what's the temperature over there? Because I know I know Texas, we usually get some a little bit of cooler weathers uh, this time of the year. But what, what's the temperature over there right now? We were rocking the mid fifties this morning. I mean, I think we're somewhere in the in the vicinity of the sixties. So I mean, it's not like you know frigid Wisconsin it's not East Coast weather. weather. <laughs> no, oh God, no. I'm I'm okay with that. That's why I moved back home to California to get away from that nasty stuff. Yeah, it's it's uh it's been like in the 40s here in Texas, uh, but not we don't get like we had a winter storm like I think it was last year where like we had like monumental snow and the whole like power went out and the frozen like we had like frozen pipelines and all that good stuff and that was like the craziest weather I've seen at least in Texas all my years here. But yeah, usually this time it gets around like 40s. Sometimes we'll get a sneak up 30s, but. Definitely better than the Texas heat. I will prefer the uh, the colder weathers and the 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 heat for sure. Um, so Thursday night football, Rod. We've got uh, the quote unquote America's team headed down to NOLA in the Big Easy to take on the New Orleans Saints. Um, first, let's start with this as we usually do. Um, injury news, things like that. You know, fantasy implications. 
So I think the first and foremost is Amari Cooper. I believe I'm seeing his player props starting to be listed here on some of these books. I'm assuming he's going to be back. C.D. Lamb, um, it looks like he's going to be a go as well for the Dallas Cowboys. And then on the flip side, I think we saw reports yesterday that Taysom Hill was going to get the start for the New Orleans Saints in place of Trevor Simeon, who's kind of been god-awful for the Saints over the past couple of weeks here. But is that what you're kind of seeing as from a maybe fancy perspective? So, yeah, I mean, we've just now gotten word that Amari Cooper has been activated uh, from the COVID-19 list. So he's going to be in. Uh, they were really just waiting for this one practice. I mean, it was up to them on Wednesday to see if he was able to go. Because uh, if he wasn't able to go, then obviously he wasn't going to be able to play on Thursday. So yeah. um, now that Amari Cooper is activated, yeah, definitely uh, he's in for the game. And then as far as Taysom Hill is concerned, I'm still not seeing any definitive word about okay. Taysom Hill. I know that there's been rumblings and there's, uh, but I think, well, actually, is there? I, I, I so, feel like I saw one and then I saw another that said no. What do yeah, we got? So I think yesterday, and I think they mentioned this on Slack channel also, that he's battling a foot injury is Taysom Hill. And if he, I, I think that if we see an injury report maybe pop up by the end of the day here, that if he's if he's obviously available to go, he's going to be the starting quarterback as far as what I've read. But I haven't seen anything as of this morning saying that uh, or saying anything otherwise. I'm trying to see anything maybe updated as we kind of go here. Uh, yeah, he I'm said, looking at the like most current expected. stuff too. It's the same thing. It's all he says he wants to play. He says he's healthy to play, but there's no definitive. You know, th- there is a slated to start versus yeah. the Cowboys, but. I don't know. I, I almost honestly feel like we have to wait until uh, the no, end probably. of the day or the beginning of Thursday for, for us to know for sure. Yeah, 100%. And then obviously also the other injury for the Saints, Alvin Kamara, uh, who's missed the past couple of weeks here. Uh, I believe I'm seeing his uh, player props also listed. So I'm, I'm assuming that he's a go also. Do you see anything on your end there, uh, uh, Rod? Yeah, I'm start- I think he's a go too as well. From all okay. the reports that I've been reading, it seems like Alvin Kamara is going to go. All right, good, because he's on a couple of my fantasy teams here, so I can really use a playoff push uh, with Alvin Kamara. So I guess, you know, the stars are back for most of these teams here, uh, Rod. You know, uh, Cooper's back. C.D. Lamb is back after that concussion protocol. He entered after uh, the Kansas City Chiefs game. Dak Prescott, Zeke looked like he's going to be able to go, so it looks like a full force for the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, For the same side, like we just talked about, I think Taysom Hill, let's just assume that Taysom Hill is going to be the starting quarterback for the Saints, and then obviously we just said Kamara is going to be back also. So I think this one's going to be a doozy, man. I, I do want to mention this, that um, I, I do like the over in this game at 47 and a half. It's kind of ticked up to 48. And I, one of the another reasons that I do like it, I'm kind of referencing my referee report, is Brad Rogers is going to be the referee in this game um, between this, uh, sorry, this game tomorrow night between these two teams on Thursday night football. And I had highlighted this in a couple of my uh, referee reports earlier this season that Brad Rogers was a great uh, official slash referee for overs. And I'm, I'm pulling up the numbers here. And yeah, Brad Rogers, so far this season, he's eight and three to the over and his games are averaging close to 54.2 points per game. Um, and the road teams are averaging 25 and a half points while home teams are averaging 28.6. So 
for my case and for the game's sake, and I want to get to the player props here in a little bit, but I, I think that if Taysom Hill is able to go, they'll have more success on the offensive side of the of football. But um, any thoughts on maybe the side in total here or as far as some difference makers or matchups you may be looking at here in this game, uh, Rod? Well, I'll tell you one thing right now. I know that uh, the the receivers in this game should definitely flourish. Uh, we're looking at two of the, the, te- the 10 uh, at least in the top 10 worst teams against uh, the receivers as far as giving up uh, fantasy points per game. So, yeah. I mean, if you're going to load up on any receivers in this in this matchup, I, I think all of them all of a sudden take a, a huge turn. Now, the thing is, is that with Taysom Hill throwing the ball to the Saints receivers, I don't know how high I am on Traquan Smith or, or Callaway or those type of, of guys, but I mean, those aren't sexy names. Mm-hmm. But we also do know that uh, the Cowboys are not that good against opposing receivers. So, yeah. um, I don't know. But again, with Cooper back, with CeeDee Lamb back, uh, and, and Gallup still making a, a case for being Gallup uh, against the Saints, this Saints defense, this is a pretty lucrative uh, situation, I think, for, for these guys. It really is. And I think over the past couple of weeks, the Saints defense has really been struggling uh, against opposing quarterbacks uh, last week. Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills on Thanksgiving Day, you know, they kind of torched the um, New Orleans Saints uh, secondary there. I think he ended up with 200 and I think 60 plus uh, passing yards did uh, Josh Allen. I know he threw for a couple because I know he had a pretty good day, at least fantasy wise uh, last week for me. Yeah, 260 yards passing, four touchdowns, two interceptions thrown. And I believe, I think he also ran for 43 on the ground, um, did Josh Allen. So they gave up 31 points to the Buffalo Bills a week before that to the Eagles. Uh, they gave up 40. That's the game where uh, Jalen Hurts had three rushing touchdowns. And then uh, previous week, they lost to the Titans uh, and they gave up 23 without. I believe uh, Derrick Henry was already gone for that game, but I don't think they had Julio or A.J. Brown in that game either. So in the previous week, they gave up 27 to the Atlanta Falcons. And now you have this Dallas Cowboys offense coming in. They're looking healthy. They have the the their main playmakers back here, Rod. Looks like it might be a long night for that Saints defense if, you don't, if they haven't figured anything out in this uh, past week or so. Yeah, it's going to be a tough go for them. I mean, they are the worst over the last three weeks uh, as far as giving up points to fantasy quarterbacks. So, um, you know, you're looking at a, a hot quarterback coming in, another one in the long list of ones that they've they've faced. And, you know, Dak and them, they've got something to prove. Yeah. Uh, they are they are not happy, obviously, with the way Thanksgiving ended up. And uh, you, you got to think that they're not going to take any prisoners and they're not going to pull any punches because they know that you can't do that against teams, which is why the Raiders ended up doing what they did against them. So yeah. uh, I think they're going to put the the Saints away and I think they're going to do it soundly uh, and to try to make a statement out of this. Yeah, I think that, you know, if, if uh, it's going to be tough for the Saints to win this game if they're not able to keep up with the scoring that the Dallas Cowboys are going to be capable of in this game, right? You just highlighted that Saints are giving up a lot of points to the receiver position. So, um, you know, load up on those wide receiver props, probably look at some Dak Prescott passing yard props, but we'll get into the props here in a second. Uh, Any other general thoughts um, over what transpired maybe last week on Thanksgiving day or, or what we're kind of seeing for week 13, Rod? 
I, you know, there's a lot that last week was just a crazy. I mean, we I feel like we've been saying this every week so far in the season that it's just been crazy. But I feel like last week was just super nuts, especially with injuries that happened. Uh, now Dalvin Cook is out. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's so much going on now that, you know, uh, we got to work the waiver wires. I mean, this is your fantasy advice on the prop cast, but you got to start working the waiver wires. Hopefully you were able to nab some guys uh, last week, maybe an Alexander Madison, uh, you know, those type of guys. But, yeah. you know, th- this is the time. This is these are the weeks that are going to win you or lose you fantasy championships. Yeah, you're right. Like, not only is it important for you to make sure to get those wire waiver pickups right now. And if you have guys like Dalvin Cook on your roster, like you need to get a replace for him. So hopefully you were able to get some of these guys that are, are, are on the waiver wire here. And if you haven't, and if you don't know who to pick up, go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Check out all the articles that the fantasy team led by Rod are putting out content every single week because these are the weeks that matters. Like Rod said, you need to get those W's to get into the playoffs or probably get some seating and then get your team ready to go for that championship push. So uh, make sure to head over to the gambling pot. Sorry, the website sports gambling podcast.com. But even better, if you want more in-depth, make sure to listen to the fantasy football podcast with Rod. So Rod, let's take one quick break here. We'll come back and we're going to dive into our player props on this Thursday night football game between the Dallas Cowboys and the New Orleans Saints. Ready to win money and boost your odds? WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia. We're bringing the excitement of Win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play. Exclusive rewards right at your fingertips. Get in on all your favorite teams, players, and sports from NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, golf, MMA, WNBA, college football, and more. WinBet has some brand new bonuses. New users can bet $1 and win $100 on any sport. Plus, you can get up to $1,500 as a free bet on WinBet if you make a first deposit of $20 or more. Whatever your first wager is, WinBet will match it up to 200%. If you bet $100, you'll get a free $200 free bet. Max wager is set at $750. Great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at WinBet. From boosted parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport, we have what you need to win. Ready to play? Sign up today to receive a special offer, risk-free $1,000 sports bet. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com. We're also brought to you by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is the easy way to play daily fantasy. Daily fantasy simplified. You pick two to five players on any over and under on their stat projections, and you can win up to 10 times on any entry. Make sure to use promo code SGP and receive a 100% deposit match up to $100. It's you versus the projected number. PricePix has a ton of stats to choose from including yardage, receptions, touchdowns, fantasy points, and more. PricePix allows you mixed sports entries. You can take the over on LeBron combined with the under on Mahomes in the same entry. PricePix offers every sport you can think of like NFL, college football, NBA, college basketball, MLB, soccer, MMA, and more. PricePix is a 4.8 star rated in the App Store with rave reviews. 
it's really that easy guys price picks injuries can be made in 60 seconds or less and it's really that easy price picks is safe and offers fast withdrawals pricepicks.com promo code sgp for a 100 deposit match that's pricepicks.com promo code sgp for a 100 deposit match we're also brought to you by prop swap america's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets if you're not using prop swap then you're missing out PropSwap is America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. You can find the best odds in the country because you're buying directly from other bettors. Use the promo code SGP on your first deposit and PropSwap will double it up to $500. Double the cash means double the odds. If you love sports betting, you need to be using PropSwap. Sellers across the country list their sports bets for sale and thousands of buyers visit PropSwap every day to the best odds on futures, props, and parlays. The average prop swapper makes $500 a month just buying and selling sports bets on PropSwap. Get started today by going to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app. PropSwap is where America buys and sells sports bets. All right, coming off of the break, let's get into our player props here, Rod. I'm expecting to see a lot of points or a lot of offense from the Dallas Cowboys side. Let's see if our player props agree with that. I will give you the floor first, sir. Uh, first player prop or prop for this game. So we're going to go uh, right to it. You're right. There's going to be a lot of offense from this. And look, here's what we've been seeing the last couple of weeks. And this, this is my first prop. It's going to be Dak Prescott. And I see him over uh, 35 and a half passing attempts. Okay. All right. This is not juiced all that much. It's only negative 105 right now. Yeah. Uh, that may change. But look at the last couple of weeks with Dak. I mean, he he had 47 attempts against the uh, Raiders last week. Two weeks ago against the Chiefs, he had 43. Um, Atlanta, he had 31. Didn't really even need that much against Atlanta. They were whooping him pretty good. Yeah. Uh, so they ran the ball quite a bit. But again, in a, a semi-close game in Denver, 39 passes, 51 against New England. So, um. Dak has been throwing the ball a, a lot. I mean, yeah. we know that Zeke can run. We know that Tony can run. Uh, but with Tony Pollard ca- catching passes, too, it's given a few more attempts into Dak's uh, uh, game. And and we just noted in the just before we, we went to break, as far as the points that uh, the Saints are giving up against quarterbacks and receivers, um, and they're actually pretty good against the rush. The Saints are. They're actually yeah. the best team against the rush right now against fantasy uh, running backs. Yeah. So, again, I mean, there's going to be tough sledding for Zeke and Pollard on the ground, which means that Zach's going to probably have, end up putting a, a couple more passes up uh, in the passing game. So uh, I can see 36 passes pretty simply for uh, Zeke on, on this night. I agree with you. And if we kind of take a look at what – um Dak has specifically done in road games. Uh, we go back to the Chiefs game, like you mentioned, 43 pass attempts against the New England Patriots in that overtime win. He had 51. Uh, the only game that he didn't um get over this number was that that week two char- uh, sorry, yeah, the Chargers game where at 27. That was a really a wacky game. If you if you remember going back to that game, if you watch this game, that was a really weird game. I thought there should have been a lot more points in that game because there were no punts in that game. And then week one, um, the kickoff the NFL season against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, he had 58 pass attempts. So for whatever reason, on the road, they're playing quality teams. Uh, their road schedule has been tough. I don't think it's going to be easy going into New Orleans tomorrow night. And getting out a win because I think that is one of the better home field advantages in the National Football League. So you know that dome is going to be rocking. Um, 
But I think that, you know, you're spot on with this rod that I like this uh, number right now. It's a little conservative. I would not be surprised if this climbs higher throughout the day and then getting closer to game time. So uh, Dak Prescott over, I'm sorry, what was the number? 35 and a half? 35 and a half. Yep. Yeah. And I just moved to 110. So look, we're already moving Ooh. numbers here, Rod. Um, I'm also going to stay with Dak Prescott for my first um, player prop here. And it's going to be Dak Prescott. It's kind of a two-way thing, so I'll give out two, uh, both of them. It's going to be over seven and a half rushing yards. It's going to be Dak Prescott to score a touchdown anytime at plus 450. And if we take a look at over the last four weeks, the Saints defense has allowed five total rushing touchdowns to opposing quarterbacks. Those quarterbacks include guys like Matt Ryan, Ryan Tannehill, and Jalen Hurst, who had three himself. Last week, Josh Allen, like we talked about at the top of the show, uh, he had 43 rushing yards against the Saints defense. So I think he had, he had more than an opportunity to you know run in for a touchdown to Josh Allen. Uh, furthermore, Matt Ryan, who's not a scrambling quarterback at all, he was able to muster off eight uh, rushing yards against this uh, Saints defense on five carries. Jalen Hurts, we know he's a scrambling quarterback. He ran for 69 yards against the Saints and scored three rushing touchdowns. Now, I know Prescott is not much of a running quarterback, at least this season, but I won't be surprised if we see Prescott get at least eight rushing yards or score a touchdown, whether it's a coming off of a bootleg or a play action to scramble in for a touchdown or a quarterback sneak or, or you know, however he gets it. I think that this is a good possibility that, Number one, he gets over seven and a half rushing yards, and he's able to score a touchdown at plus 450. So I'm starting a little spicy there, Rod. That is pretty spicy. I mean, look, here's the thing. It only takes one. We've always, we say this, I think we've said this the last few weeks. It only really takes one, especially for a guy like that, Dak Prescott. You know, he gets flushed out of the pocket, yeah. runs for seven yard, or eight yards, and, and you've hit your prop. I mean, granted, obviously he hasn't done it lately, but yeah. he's done it before. And he did it against Denver. He had 16 yards. Uh, New England, he had 10 um, you know, Carolina 35, the first week against Tampa 13. We're not asking for much here. We're yeah, just we're asking not, yeah. for, yeah, we're asking for him to break, break contain for one play and, and rip us off an eight yard score. And hopefully that is close to the end zone. And hopefully that does end up in a touchdown. So you can knock both props out in one. Yeah, that would be amazing. If you're feeling really frisky, if you want to go Dak Prescott first touchdown, Ooh. he's there at plus 2,800. So, but I'm going to be conservative. I'm going to take the plus 450. Now, if he does get the first touchdown, Rod, I will be messaging you immediately telling you to shoot me. But uh, hopefully, uh, <laughs> hopefully it's an anytime touchdown at plus 450. I'll probably have to sprinkle a little bit on that plus 2,800 because I like it so much. Why not? Uh, <laughs> Rod, let's get to your next one, man. What do you got? All right, we're going to go Tony Pollard. We're going to go to the backup, of course. Well, Matt, can you even call him a backup anymore? I don't think so. No way. Uh, the it's, one a two it's a two running back system there. Which is weird in a, in a running back backfield that has Zeke Elliott in it, right? <laughs> right yeah. I don't know that we ever thought we'd be saying it. Um, but we're not going to go with his rushing yards. We're going to go with his receiving yards. We're going to go over 17 and a half receiving yards. They got this at minus 110. Um and again, we talked about how Pollard's been getting mixed in to the passing game. He had, what, seven targets against Atlanta, yep. only two against Kansas City, but he turned those into 20 yards, and then four last week against the Raiders for 32. So, um, what, I mean, listen, what we said, 17 and a half, he's done that in the last four weeks. And, and then if you go back even further, he's done it in six out of the last seven weeks. So uh, this is not a number that Tony Pollard is... Uh, um, uh, a stranger to. Yeah. And I feel like this is a safe floor 
for him. And I just, like I said, this is going to be one of the situations where they're going to throw the ball a lot. They're mm-hmm. probably going to end up throwing it to their wideouts uh, because both Zeke and Tony both get uh, run in the, in the passing game. So, you know, again, all it takes is for Tony to, to bust a couple open and you're looking at a, a cashing prop. I had Tony Pollard last week uh, on this prop for the exact same reasons that you just mentioned on his uh, receptions or sorry, his receiving yards. And it cashed fairly easily. I think last week he had, um, let me see here, uh, 32 receiving yards. And what was the number you're seeing right now? 17 and a half? 17 and a half. Yeah. And I don't understand it because he's really been involved in the passing game over the last, I mean, you could say like four of the last, or sorry, uh, what's that? Four, five, six, six out of the last seven weeks. He's gone over this number. Um, has Tony Pollard, 32, 20, 56, 32, 22, 28. So even, you know, the first two weeks of the season, he had 29 and 31. So it's not like he's not getting the targets um, in this passing offense for the Dallas Cowboys. I mean, he's caught 29 receptions on 31 targets. So that's a pretty good um, catch ratio or catch rate for Tony Pollard. And I really like Tony Pollard. I think on any other team, he could probably be a starter. But it's weird, like you said, that they have Zeke and Tony Pollard. Um, as a two quarterback or sorry, two running back system. So should we have Zeke uh, in the backfield, but maybe they're trying to protect Zeke because they paid him. They paid him a lot of money. So I think that could be one case uh, there for, uh, for Ezekiel Elliott, as far as his contract and everything goes um, for my next one, Rod, let's go to CD lamb. CD lamb is back this week. Like we said at the top of the show, coming off of the concussion protocol that he suffered in the Kansas City Chiefs game. Rod, you know I love my longest receptions. So I'm going back to the well, man. I got to go CD Lamb. 25. Sorry, now it's down to 24 and a half. I'll take that number. It was at 25 and a half earlier. So 24 and a half, longest reception for CD Lamb. Um, like we said, back from the concussion, the, pass, the Saints passing defense has been atrocious to say the least over the past several games or in particular over the past four weeks, uh, St. Secondary has allowed receptions of 64, 50, 28, 26, and 33 over the last four weeks. And furthermore, prior to the chiefs game lamb has receptions or long receptions, uh, over this number in every game this season, except for two saints defense ranks number 28 in opponent yards per completion and opponent yards per pass attempt. So I won't be, Surprised if we see another deep shot going to CD Lamb uh, in this Saints Cowboys game on Thursday night. And they're playing indoors, which means the track and the field will be a lot faster. So I think we'll see CD Lamb maybe break out one for one here. So longest reception for CD Lamb over 24 and a half yards. Him and Justin Jefferson have just been gods to me this year. I'm going to have to buy their jerseys and just put it up in my man cave here just because they've been so good to me. It's you know, and one of those things with we talked about how uh, the the Cowboys are, are pissed off, and I just I know, and I know that uh, Jerry Jones and the Cowboys fan base they're not one to go super conservative when they're pissed off. So yeah. you know that they're going to dial up uh, every long pass play that they can think of, especially against this terrible Saints defense. And yeah, CD Lamb has been that guy for them. I know Cooper's the the big name, but for whatever reason, uh, CeeDee Lamb with injuries and just ineffectiveness. But CeeDee Lamb is, has really staked his claim this year, and I think that he's going to get that long reception. So, uh, yeah, 24 and a half, is that what you said? That, that's 24, what yeah. It was at 25 and a half earlier, but it dropped to 24. So if it wants to keep on dropping, <clears throat> I'm going to take uh, take that over on his uh, 
player prop every, or sorry, that language reception every single week. Uh, and if it continues to keep dropping, um, Rod, before we get to your last one, I wanted to mention, and I think this was something important that we didn't mention is that, uh, the Cowboys coaching staff had an outbreak of, uh, of COVID and there's going to be a lot of coaches that are going to be missing this game, including head coach Mike McCarthy. And I don't think I saw Kellen Moore's name, their offensive coordinator on this list of as coaches being out. Um, that's something I'll have to double check, but I think the offensive line coaches are out. Um, Mike McCarthy, like I mentioned is out, but I don't see Kellen Moore on this list. So do you think that um, is going to affect the play calling? But I think that Kellen Moore really calls the plays anyways for um, for the Cowboys. So I don't think they'll be conservative, especially with all the coaches out. You know, in Madden, when you when you have like your four favorite plays, right, and one of them is just like verticals. Uh, <laughs> it's just I, I just have a feeling that this is going to be, you know, hand the ball off to Zeke or throw the ball deep all night long. So I know I'm pretty sure the game plan is not super complex uh, here. So I, I'm not really seeing too much of a drop off uh, okay. if most of the coaches miss. I mean, I, I could be wrong. Right. I mean, I, I know that, you know, but against this defense, throw the ball. You have I mean, to throw I the can ball. Do that. Yeah. yeah, you like have to throw the ball this this week against the uh, Saints uh, secondary, who's been struggling like we've talked about so much on the show already. So if I honestly see them coming out and running the football with Tony Pollard and Ezekiel Elliott against this rush defense, I will break my TV uh, <laughs> and my hatred. I don't think it can go any more up for the Cowboys, but it, it's going to go to a whole new level if I see them coming out and running the football here. But Rod, let's get to your last player prop here, buddy. What do we got? All right, well, I'm going to go C.D. Lamb as well, uh, okay. and hopefully he catches a 25-yard uh, touchdown pass in the first drive to cash this because uh, I got C.D. Lamb, first TD score for the Cowboys uh, at plus 800. Yes, sir. Uh, and, and you know what? That's what I'm saying. Like To me, this is one of those situations where they, I think they're going to take a shot early, um, and I think it's going to end up being C.D. Lamb that gets that shot. And he's got the ability to, to break away for a touchdown at any given point. So um, to me, I know that his numbers as far as touchdowns have not necessarily been all that great. Um, but again, this is one of those weeks where you have a very, very bad pass defense and a very, very talented passing offense. So uh, I think I'm going to roll the dice on CeeDee Lamb scoring first for the Cowboys. I know the money's on Zeke a lot of the time. Um, but again, against this rush defense, I, I see this being a passing touchdown that breaks the, the seal. I don't hate it, man. I, I think that CD Lamb, yeah, again, I think in this passing game, I, I haven't pulled up the stats for him, but he's a, I think we, we say he's a big target in the red zone and not even in the red zone, but also like in uh, deep passes, right? We talked about all the long receptions that CD Lamb has had uh, this season for the Dallas Cowboys. He has, um, he, he has, does he have a touchdown this week or this season? No, he has four, he has six touchdowns. What am yeah, I looking at? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, it, there's a pattern here that he uh, he gets one every so often. He didn't have one against the Chiefs game, so I think he's going to come back in a big way here. And again, C.D. Lamb, I, I think he is the the main guy on this uh, receiving group for the uh, for the Dallas Cowboys. As much as we talk about Amari Cooper, but I think C.D. Lamb is a more consistent guy. And he's almost averaging close to double digit um, uh, targets at least over the last uh, four weeks here. If we take out the Kansas City Chiefs game where he left with an injury at halftime, but 
I am not going to argue the CD Lamb uh, player prop here, Rod, because I have him myself. So hopefully it's a 25-yard passing touchdown and we can kill uh, we can kill two birds with one stone there. So let's get to my last one here. Um, we haven't talked about any Saints players, and I'm going to take an under on Deontay Harris, under 33.5 receiving yards. I think I see that 34.5 now, so I'll, I'll give that number out 34.5. He hasn't done much for the Saints in the absence of Alvin Kamara and even Mark Ingram last week. And, you know, maybe that's a maybe that's because Trevor Simeon has not been good. And maybe you have Taysom Hill starting as a starting quarterback here. So I may be wrong about this. But again, when you're getting Alvin Kamara back, I haven't seen news on Mark Ingram. But over the last couple of weeks here, he's combined for 10 targets and for a total of three receptions and 20 yards. And I think that I'm going to continue fading that train here for Deontay Harris. Like we said, Kamara should be back. So I think that that'll take away the attention from Deontay Harris. If that attention was even there over the past couple of weeks or so, we might see guys like Callaway or uh, some of these other receivers, Jaquan Swift me getting involved, but I don't think Deontay Harris was going to get over 35 receiving yards here against the, uh, Cowboys secondary, who's pretty good. I mean, you know, Trevon Diggs is having a, a pretty good season for the Dallas Cowboys with the interceptions and the return touchdowns that he's had so far this season. So I'm going to take the under on Deontay Harris, 34 and a half receiving yards here, uh, Rod. You know, and Taysom Hill is one of those guys that has you scratching your head because obviously, yes, we know that he's a slash type player, right? Like a Cor- uh, um, Cordell Stewart. Right, yeah. Stewart. Yeah. Uh, but you know, and and look, when you look at what he did last season, right? He had some pretty good games. I mean, 291 yards and two touchdowns against the Eagles, 233. But you know, again, this is a guy who can come off the bench and do things. But I, I'm not sure that I'm even sold still on his overall talent as a quarterback, um, because you just don't see it every day, day in and day out. Yeah. He's coming into a very uh, friendly situation against the Dallas Cowboys, but what does he have around him? I mean, last that that 2020 season, he at least had Michael Thomas. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he had Emmanuel Sanders, right? Yep. I think for part of that as well. Or, yeah. uh, I think he was on that team, um, but he had some pass catchers. What does he have this year? Marcus Callaway uh, and 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 company. I, I just you know, it's not necessarily a good situation for him. Yeah, there's a big drop off after like Michael Thomas, who has who is not obviously going to be playing this season. So after that, I think that, you know, yeah, obviously you have Alvin Kamara in the backfield, but you know, when you have Michael Thomas out there, that gives other opportunities to other guys like Traquan Smith uh, and Marcus Callaway. That that's added depth behind Michael Thomas. But when you don't have Michael Thomas, it's a complete game changer for the uh, New Orleans Saints. But hey, give give the give the Saints team and I think Sean Payton a lot of credit for what they've been able to do. After you know Drew Brees retired and in having Jameis Winston lost for the season to, to to the season-ending ACL injury and having to go with Trevor Simeon as your starting quarterback and now they're looking like they're going to turn over it turn it over to Taysom Hill but yeah you're right I want to see Taysom Hill like play every single game I don't care how bad he's if he's going to be for the rest of this season I just want to see for the amount of money that they've that they're given Taysom Hill with the contract extensions and the new contracts and things. Let this guy play for the rest of the season. I want to see what this guy can do on, on a weekly basis. None of this, he's going to play two weeks and he's not going to play the next week. We're going to go with another. No, let this guy play. Let him, let him, let us see what he's about. Let us see why you're paying this guy the amount of money you are uh, down there in New Orleans. So 
hopefully he I think he should get the start tomorrow night. So it'll be fun to watch him. And if he's able to be an upgrade over Trevor Simeon right now, which I think he will be, but we'll we'll find out on Thursday night. Um, Rod, that is our player problems. Did you have any more there, bud? I know no, those three. I was yeah. Good. No, you flushed me out. We're good. All right. Let's take one last break here. We'll come back. We'll identify a best bet and we'll get some final thoughts for the Thursday night football game between the Saints and the Cowboys. Better Fantasy is a new free-to-play app that lets you sync your fantasy football league and bet on matchups. You can cash out for gift cards when your bet hits and even help raise money for charity along the way. It's a brand new company looking to grow their early adopter community. It's a slick app and it's really fun to use. One of the reasons we love it is that they also offer prop betting. So if you're in a state that hasn't legalized gambling yet, you can get in on some prop bets on Better Fantasy. Plus, they have some added a really, really cool bonus, guys. If you can get your entire league to join Better Fantasy, they'll give the league a $150 gift card to get a sick-ass trophy from trophysmack.com. The app is totally free to play. Download the app today for iPhone and Android. Check them out today at betterfantasy.com slash SGPN. That's B-E-T-T-O-R fantasy.com slash SGPN. Since when did sports betting become so rigid? Sports betting is meant to be social. When I picture betting, I picture bootleggers with mustaches tossing bets around in a speakeasy. SoBet is taking the social lineage of betting and putting a modern twist on it by providing a modern platform. SoBet is changing the game with their new product. Head over to SoBet.io and create an account to see for yourself. Through their fully functioning and free web application, you can access a demo of their app which will launch next fall. The app includes consensus lines from Vegas, a feed of what other people are betting on, and the ability to send friendly wagers to anyone you know via text, QR codes, and links, among other methods. No money is transacted on the app. It is purely competitive. Next time you're with your friends watching sports, turn the dial up a notch. Go to SoBet.io and see who can hit the most ridiculous bets. Users have the ability to place bets off Vegas odds or generate a bet by changing any metric they want as long as somebody is on the other side to accept. Let's get back to the roots of betting with SoBet. Go to SoBet.io slash SGPN. That's SoBet.io slash SGPN today to join the revolution. And guys, make sure to check out PricePicks.com. It is really, really fun website and it's really great for betting on your favorite uh, players, their stat projections to go over or under. Make sure to go to prizepicks.com, get signed up today, and make sure to get that 100% deposit bonus by only using the promo code SGP. You're not going to get that 100% deposit bonus without using that promo code SGP. I highly recommend it to all my friends and listeners who have contacted me about this. Go to prizepicks.com and use that promo code SGP. And finally, the SGPN app is now live in the App Store and Google Play Store. The app gives you easy access to all of our picks and podcasts. Don't forget to toss up an app review and download the SGPN app today. All right, coming off of the break here, Rod, let us get to best bets. Uh, let me lead this one off. I'll lead it off here. Um, Let's see. Hmm, 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 hmm. So many choices. So many choices. <laughs> just, I mean, look, the, the Saints props made me almost want to run and uh, find a garbage can because there's bad ones out there. It's like you cannot recognize some of these names after like Alvin Kamara and Marcus Calloway. Like we know Traquan Smith. And, and I mean, after that, it's just a dumpster fire. But 
I think we got to go, or I got to go with the guy that I've talked about uh, at volumes on the podcast and even tonight. And that's going to be CD Lamb's longest reception over 24 and a half receiving yards. Uh, again, we can't, or I can't ignore what he's been able to do all season long as far as catching a long reception. And I said that he's done it every single week prior to that Chiefs game where he left with an injury that he's gone over 24 and a half uh, longest reception in almost every single game. And I just can't ignore that, right? Again, he's a great downfield threat for the Dallas Cowboys. He has a speed. And not only that, he doesn't have to be a downfield threat. He can be catch the ball on a hitch route or on a, on a hook route or an out route, catch the ball and turn up the field because he has that type of speed. So I'm going to go longest reception for CD lamb over 24 and a half receiving yards. Uh, Rod, what do you got, buddy? I'm taking my Tony Pollard uh, over 17 and a half. Find this line, though, before it moves, because I have a feeling that it's not going to stay this way very long. So um, once you listen to this show, find where it's at. And look, I'd even take it up to about 20 yards. Um, So if you can find it somewhere in in the vicinity of 20 yards, grab it. I mean, it's at negative 110 now. Again, that's probably going to end up changing soon, too. So, um, yeah, hit that button before it moves too much. Yeah, like we've said before, Rod, that I think there's people listening to our podcast live. I know it's not out yet, obviously, because we're recording here, but there's there's something within our walls that these numbers keep on moving when we're recording. But yeah, I think this is going to be a fun game, Rod. I mean, there's a lot of a um, lot of uh, offensive uh, potential of what's on fireworks, especially on the Dallas Cowboys side. Uh, it's just good for them to have you know most of their guys back with Amari Cooper and, and CeeDee Lamb back this week. And then you still have your two-headed monster in the backfield with Ezekiel Elliott and um, Ezekiel Elliott and Tony Pollard. So hopefully those guys all have big games for us and we're able to cash our props this week. Uh, Rod, any final thoughts for this Thursday night football game? Anything maybe for week 13 we should be on the lookout for, maybe as fantasy-wise or anything? Uh, just keep an eye on those bye weeks, folks. Uh, there's still some teams with bye weeks out there. Uh, make sure that you know that your, your players are on a bye week. And listen, if you're not in the fantasy playoffs, don't give up. The, the worst thing in the world to do is not set your lineups because you're not in the fantasy playoffs. There are other people that are fighting for spots. There are other people that are trying to uh, solidify their positions. And if you're just a free space, uh, that does not make your league very fun. So um, please make sure to play through uh, if you're in the league because no one likes that guy. No one likes that guy or gal that that uh, doesn't set their lineup every week and it still has injured reserve players on their on their starting roster. Look, I'll tell you this, Rod. There's been twice into my to my memory twice where I've started zero and four in a fantasy football league, and I think yeah, I've, this happened to me twice, and I didn't lose the rest of the way. So you can't give up. You're right. Even like if you don't think you have a chance right now to get into the playoffs. And maybe you're eliminated. Just you're like Rod said, don't be that douchebag. Like that doesn't set their lineup. I'll, I'll I'll be that asshole here. Rod's the nicest guy I've I've met on the SGPN network. He's not gonna be. He's not gonna say those things. I will say it for you. Don't be that douchebag that doesn't set their lineups. Okay, and don't be that guy that's gonna pick up. Well, this go either way. Rod, I'll get your opinion on this before we wrap it up. If you're completely out of the playoff picture, and guys like we had the Dalvin Cook injury. And the guy that has no shot at making the playoffs picks up like Alexander Madsen. Are you mad about that? 
No, again, it's competing to the end. Like, yeah. I mean, I know that there's a lot of people like, oh, you're out of the playoffs. Don't do not do the waiver wire. No, because you want to field the most competitive team that you can field week in and week out because you don't want to give anybody a free space. That's what I'm saying. Like, you got to yeah. play to the end. So if you get beat on the waiver wire by a guy that uh, or a gal that that uh, didn't that's out of the playoff picture, you should have fought harder or you should have picked them up sooner. It's always fun playing spoiler, whether it's fantasy football or anything, because even it happens in professional sports. Teams want to be want to play spoiler. So be that spoiler in your fantasy football league uh, if you've been eliminated or don't have a chance. But I'm pretty sure most of our listeners are still competing or are close to clinching a playoff spot and getting ready for that playoff push, hopefully to the championship. So good luck with your fantasy football leagues this week, because every single week it's getting very, 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 very important as we wind down the season here. Rod, thank you so much for joining me as usual for the Thursday night football games. Uh, Let the people know where they can find you and tell them that they, they, they need to listen to the fantasy football podcast. Well, I mean, you've already done a good job of that, but yes, certainly <laughs> find it. Find me all over the website, uh, thesportsgamblingpodcast.com. And of course, always, always the SGPN Fantasy Football Podcast here on the network. Find it where you find this show and all of your other favorite podcasts. Uh, we had a good show on Tuesday, on Monday. Actually, we're switching up on Mondays now. So Monday oh, night, uh, yeah, Monday night, we had a good show. Uh, coming back again on Thursday with another good show. So, yeah, I mean, as the as the playoffs get closer, it's more important. So we'll keep bringing names to your to your uh, fantasy rosters that hopefully will win you a championship. Yeah, I think this is going to be important. Where we're 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 not the usual suspects like the Josh Allen's, Aaron Rodgers, the Devontae Adams of the world. Like Rod and the team are going to find you the names that you need to be starting that are going to make the difference that are not your traditional starters. So definitely. Again, guys, make sure to check out the Fantasy Football Podcast with Rod and the guys. Rod, where, the, where can the people find you on Twitter, man? Find me on Twitter at RJ Gomez. There we go. Make sure to follow Rod. Make sure to, again, subscribe to this podcast as well as all of the other podcasts uh, on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Uh, we have pretty much every sport covered from NFL, NBA, soccer, MMA, hockey, golf, college basketball, college football, you name it, we have it covered. So make sure to download the app, guys, SGPN app. Just go to your uh, app store or Google Play Store and make sure to download the app because you'll get a notification once a um, a, a new podcast drops because a lot of times Apple and Spotify gives us issues for it to get loaded for a while. But secret, if you download the app, you get it right away. So I'm going to let you guys in on that secret. So with that being said, Rod, thank you so much for joining me. We will reconvene next week. Good luck with the prop bets and game bets for not only Thursday night football, but NFL week 13. I will be back with Dan on Friday to go over the player props for the Sunday games. Till then, guys. Good luck with your bets today and tomorrow. We will talk to you next week. Let's break the books off and let it ride.